when you are doing a BTL activity, have as much as less content, but it has to be precise and what you want to communicate, and it has to hit the eye, consumer eyes. So that's very important that when you are doing any kind of an activity, it's just not digital or a, a ATL or a BTL. Across the mediums, the top basic thumb rule has to be less content, more appealing. So that's very important. When the enthusiasm of the youth encounters the wisdom of experts. That is when we are creating a future that is inspiring for all of us. Hello and welcome to the Inspiring the Future podcast. My name is Suganya Sundaram, mother to a super child, sales professional for 11 years and your host for this show. In our show, we connect with people who have been there and done that and make them share their stories, strategies and best practices to help us transform our lives, excel in our business or career. Hello listeners, Harish Kumrala is a marketing strategist with a rich experience of 12 plus years in the field, specializing in understanding mindset of audience that challenges his intuition. This keeps Harish on his toes and also a great learning curve is what interests him about his profession. He also likes binge watching, playing cricket and traveling which we are going to talk about in this show when we continue on this uh, podcast. One word to describe Harish is a man with a marketing mission. So welcome to the podcast, Harish. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. So I think the first thing I want to talk about is um, when you know you being on a marketing mission. So what is what is that made you become a marketing enthusiast? So right from my childhood, I've been in creative field. Like uh, childhood meaning, uh, my father was into photo printing business. So right from then, like I for the uh, I would say. When I was four and a half years, my father brought digital printing into India. It, it was 1990, right? So that since then, been, I have known, I've been exposed to how uh, a computer works, right? So and with uh, photo printing, basically get a lot, lot of knowledge on uh, 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 how do you do creators, what sort of things and stuff. So that's where the initial start gave me a. To, uh, uh, what do you say a push to towards marketing and i would say like no one really much knows uh, even till today like uh, about this like there was a, 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 a lecturer like she was actually a professional uh, pushpa who mm-hmm. was from advertising field and i learned a lot from her when i was doing my mba and that's where i actually uh, got exposed to marketing marketing types that's how i moved into this particular field Excellent. And I think uh, there was also something about the um, idea ad that you had spoken about, which had come out in 2008-2009, which really attracted you to become, I mean, get into the marketing field. So is that, uh, is that also true? I mean, that, is that statement also made you a... Yeah, absolutely. So like, actually in 2008, uh, there was this particular few ad, uh, ads that, uh, especially uh, the Vodafone ads and yeah. these stuff, which... Uh, inspired a lot of people, especially the puppy that went down the hill. <laughs> so it was so interesting that it actually was. helped me uh, think aloud because yeah. I come from that creative knowledge, right? So that's where one of the reasons where I could literally think about it and uh, say, okay, I could do something innovative in this particular field. Yeah. Excellent. I think we can go on talking about marketing, but before Absolutely. we get into that a little bit more, I want to know uh, how you, you know, came about to be the person that you are today. So if you were to talk in your journey as mm-hmm. uh, professionally or personally, I mean, whichever you would want to touch on. So three events that uh, shaped the way that you are today and became what you are today. Okay. 
So the first event that I would uh, absolutely uh, give uh, credit to uh, Miss Pushpa, like literally she helped me out or uh, she taught me on uh, how an advertising works, right? Like uh, she was part of this Leo Bernard uh, uh, agency and she started speaking how creatively people think. And uh, literally right from like because I came from this industry or something I do not know but whenever there used to be assignments and stuff I used to show creativity in the way I used to uh, put across my uh, uh, what do you say these assignments or projects or uh, any of those things like and that's where Miss Pushpa actually identified and said you are actually in the wrong place you should be doing marketing and the way the things that you put across so she guided me. So that was one of the uh, uh, precursor on how I started my journey. And then it shaped a lot when I joined Sangeeta Mobiles, mm -hmm. right? I started interacting with a lot of people and a lot of people in terms of like, I was the only marketing guy in Sangeeta Mobiles and I started speaking to the big companies like Apple, Samsung, Nokia, then it was so huge, right? So when you start interacting with people, you will get a lot of ideas yeah. on what to do, how to do, right? So that would be my second place which shaped the way I used to think or the way how I need to drive stuff. And finally, yes, Barbecue Nation, my mentor, I would say, Mr. Samir Basin, uh, he helped me a lot on how international market works, right? So whatever I did, like whatever I'm, I am, is I could give a lot of credits to him. Excellent. So if we're talking, um, just to you know, go back on the time when you uh, were kind of moved from Ms. Bajupa, you moved you to do marketing. So what were you actually in for? What did you start as? I started as a uh, marketing executive at Wipro. Okay. Right. So at Wipro, what happened was like, uh, I would say even today, most of the people do not know Wipro has a furniture division. Mm -hmm. Right. So I was part of this furniture division and my main motive was to go and, uh, what do you say, uh, speak to a lot of these architects, come up with plans, create road shows, create, create event profiles uh, to expose about, uh, what do you say, this furniture, like B2B furniture. So how does it work? What does it do? All these things, right? So that uh, led to a lot of understanding on the ground for me uh, to know how a BTL activity is done, all those things. So that's where the initial marketing push came from, I think. Excellent. So, um, talking about BTL, uh, I know it used to be such a huge thing, like when we started uh, marketing about, say, about 15 years back or 20 years back, BTL used to be a very large, you know, reaching out to the consumers on a one-to-one -one basis. I think right. that was very important at that time. Correct. Which, of course, now, um, you know, it's changed quite a bit from there. The kind, the way that we look at marketing and the way that we're trying to reach out to the consumers now and more so after COVID, of course, when we can't even interact with them directly. So how much of a change have you seen in the drift of marketing during that time to like starting from the BTL activities that used to run mm -hmm. then and somewhat now as well, but to what it's come? Uh, I would say like uh, then uh, uh, like when the digital era was not that yeah. great, right? One of the biggest things I would say, we used to create a lot of things and assume, okay, this is how things used to happen. Yeah. But 
from then to now, like I wouldn't really say these marketing uh, things have actually, what do you say, reduced. But see the way how things have been moving up, it's much better. Mm. And now it actually helps you to understand what exactly the ROI of these events are. Correct. Right? Yeah. Covid might have reduced the number of events, but people are going back to that uh, uh, the era. Yeah. And it will still continue. And I would really say BTL is one of those things that will actually connect you to consumer directly. Like, especially in the tier 2, tier 3, it's really big even today. Right. So, so is that something that you, I mean, um, have you personally experienced even in the recent time yes. that it's it's worked well? Yes, absolutely. Like uh, for Anchor, uh, uh, I would say like, especially when, see, when, like what happens with Anchor is especially like you have a lot of these social media ads yeah. or digital ads, which we still uh, put on and uh, create a lot of these uh, uh, leads to which go to the Amazon or Flipkarts of the mm-hmm. world. But when it comes to retail sales, if I have to drive a customer to one of the retail stores, it's really important for them to, for me to go and uh, to uh, knock the door of the consumer. Like it could be a door knob, it could be a car uh, fly, uh, car tag or a valet tag. All these things actually gives a lot of importance. Like, see, flyer, because I would really not say abuse, but kind of uh, like people now, everyone is giving it out and there's so much of content written on it. It's actually the, not the right way to do, right? Uh, like, once you see so much of content, people would not really not take a look at it. Mm. So that's the uh, first important, I would say that that's the thumb rule. Basically, so when you are doing a BTL activity, have as much as less content, but it has to be precise and what you want to communicate, and it has to hit the consumer eyes. So that's very important that when you are doing any kind of an activity, it's just not digital or mm-hmm. a, a ATL or a BTL. Across the mediums, the top basic thumb rule has to be less content, more appealing. Mm-hmm. So that's very important. Excellent. I think it's a huge takeaway for uh, millennials who are listening in. So, to of course, these three events that you spoke about were amazing, and I'm sure there's a lot more in your uh, journey that you must have faced right. to become what you are today. So, if we, um, you know, are to put that all together into a book, what do you think you would want to call it, and why? Okay. So, what I want to call the book would be, uh, it's just in the mind. Like, how do you come up with what do you want to do? Everything is in the mind. Like, how do you want to play with the consumer's mind? It's all in the mind, right? So, the book would be called In the Mind. Excellent. I think that's an amazing start. So, you would, uh, I think, almost there and uh, ready to start writing as well. So, we're looking forward for that book. And probably bring you in for the next, uh, you know, after the book is out and bring you in for the next podcast. Uh, I'm really not sure (laughs) about writing because uh, it's a different thing altogether yeah. right? and with the current uh, kind of uh, what do you say the uh, th- the current time that I have and it's not enough for me to <laughs> go and explore such wild things I would <laughs> so let's see hopefully in the, maybe in the future yeah, we can think about it yeah. so talking about inspiration so who really inspires you so is there some someone particular like of course you spoke about so many people who have inspired you throughout 
um, the thing. But is there some some someone that you always look up to uh, at the end of the day to go to? Yeah. End of the day, whatever happens, like however he is, it's always been my father because without him, I've never been like this, right? So whatever I'm doing outside is all because of my father, and whatever I'm inside is all because of my mother. Right? So I look up to them both at any day for anything. Right? Uh, they give a lot of experience of theirs. They'll tell you how to do things, what to do. How do you take it up? Mm-hmm. All those things. Like, they're great people. I would say. Amazing, excellent. So let's uh, move on to knowing you a little bit better. So we have something in the show called the X Y Z factor. Mm-hmm. So just to find out, you know, what uh, your strengths are, weaknesses are, and how do you come out of it, and things like that. So to talk about the X factor. So if you had a superpower or uh, you know something, a super strength that people look up to you for. See, I come up with. Uh, I don't know. Like it might be because of my blood, being in business, I'm a Vaishya by birth, everything. So it's all about numbers that comes through my <laughs> mind. So anyone looks at me and asks, uh, is there anything that how I could do, what kind of ROI, all these things, right? I could actually have a good guess, right? So anything relating to numbers, I have been. Almost there. Excellent. So moving to your why factor. So what keeps you, uh, you know, keep keeps you going, keeps you your deeper purpose and compelling reason to do what you do today. I wouldn't really say it's a compelling purpose. I enjoy what I'm trying to do, right? So it's always been my kid and my wife. Excellent. Right. So what? How much of? How much of? Uh, what do you say? The uh, work pressure is there. Your kid actually. Uh, changes that perspective. She, I have to give a like uh, a thanks to her. I would say because they might be young, but mm. they could come up with innovative stuff. Yeah. Like you really, they wouldn't really say this is how things have to be done, yeah. right? But by seeing them, you understand. Okay, oh, you could have done this way as yeah. well. Yeah. So it's you could say that they're not uh, what do you call. Uh, uh, Filter other uh, unfiltered minds, right? Yeah. So that's really great. So how old is uh, your daughter? Three years. Is it? Daughter? She's three years. Three years. Excellent. So yeah, but uh, that's true. I mean, we, I mean, they have. Uh, it's just if you allow them to, I think they have like the most uh, curious mind, and they have the most curious ways to find uh, and get what they want. Exactly. And it's really fun to see how they can, you know, how can they, how they do that, and how the exactly. mind works. Yeah. So excellent. Like. You might have stuck, been stuck with something, right? You just have to put it across to them. They'll you will see how yeah. come up with. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. That's how to. I would say especially daughters because I have only one daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say. So, yeah, daughters are great. Yeah, excellent. So moving to your Z factor. So I'm sure there have there are days when you're uh, when you are down and you know you. Don't see the way out and things like that. So, what do you do to unwind and bring yourself back hmm. and keep moving? See, um, like I would say, there are friends uh, for me. Uh, there are few people whom, with whom I interact almost every day. Okay, and when I'm stuck or I'm down or anything, these are the people to whom I speak to. 
I would want to name them if that's okay. Yeah, please. So there's one guy called Kim, who's a U.S. citizen. He's working in India for almost 15 years, and he wants he wants to die here. He might he would be going back to U.S., but after his retirement, he wants to come back to India. Right. So that's how India is treated him today. That's that's uh, one person whom I look at even today as of now. And there's another person called Varun, right? Anything relating to finance or I stuck, I'm stuck in numbers, I would really look at him. If I need to come out of my mood, right? There's one guy called Tariq Seth. <laughs> you just need to talk to him and he has that humor content in himself. So <laughs> he'll make your uh, life much better. And anything else, right? For anything or everything, this guy called Rajaram. So, these are the people who, whom I literally look up to, or they actually make most of my days. Right? So friends is really whom I look up to. And yeah, especially my wife, most of the times, she's the one most supporting. She would be listening to my banter, and so <laughs> yeah, she's also there, part of that. Excellent. Moving on to knowing you a little bit better. So, of course, uh, you know, we've gotten uh, what works for you, what's your ups and downs and everything. So, we're just going to quickly play uh, something called a rapid fire in our show. Just quick questions. If you want to elaborate on them, you can, you're most welcome to, or you can just give one more answer. That's sure. absolutely up to you. Just a few questions to know you more. Yeah. So, we'll start. Yeah. Excellent. So, you're an early morning or a late night person? Early morning. So, marketing or operations? Marketing, Cake or ice cream? Ice cream. Beaches or mountains? Mountains. Movies or dinners? Movies. Long drives or long walks? Walks. Long walks. So ATL, BTL, events and digital marketing, if you were to prioritize uh, it in your own way, then which would it be? Uh, really tough <laughs> question, but yeah, see, I would really would prioritize social or digital content today because most of us have moved into that particular scenario. Right? Yeah. It's just not the tier one or the metros, even the tier two, tier three, I see there's a lot of movement there. So in the current scenario, yeah, it would be digital. Great. So Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, which is if you were to, which is your priority from the most to least? I would be LinkedIn most. LinkedIn. And then? Least. Least, uh? I'm sorry, least would be Twitter. Least would be Twitter and most would be your LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Okay. Reading or traveling? Traveling. Money or power? Power. Love or friendship? Love. Politics or uh, press? Press. Okay. TV news or WhatsApp news? TV news. <laughs> so movie wise, romance, comedy, action, horror or drama? Thriller. <laughs> Excellent. I think it was really good. We got you, caught you, and I think few of the questions there, but excellent choices there. So moving to our final question before we leave, uh, you know, this is something that we ask all our guests to leave uh, our audience with: is a growth hack for the millennials who are listening in to you know show them how they can shape their dreams into reality. So uh, there are uh, really ways, right? So one of the ways that I would say there's a hack is. Uh, Especially for the millennials, I would really say 
do a couple of internships before you go into the market. That gives you a lot of bigger perspective of how companies work, right? Once you actually step in into one of these interviews, you already have covered a big ground of understanding. So that will help you to grow much faster in the uh, upcoming months as well. Like by the time, like see, one of the reasons is like training a person is the most difficultest thing for a company yeah. or a brand. Yeah. But that training goes in the internship. So at least have a couple of internships, understand what the industries are. And it will give, uh, give you a fair bit of an idea to these guys also to say, is, are they in the right path or not? Hmm. Like if they are not, like for example, if, if, if these guys are not willing to travel, marketing is not a place to be. Hmm. You have to go travel, you have to understand the consumer, you have to speak to a lot of Correct. people, right? So it's very important to travel. So that kind of an understanding comes. Excellent. I think that was amazing. We had an amazing conversation and a lot to take away from everything that you told us today in terms of marketing professionally and personally, um, you know, where, where you had your experiences with uh, your internships and your, uh, you know, growing up with your friends and family and uh, your inspirations. So everything, I think it was great to have this conversation and would love to have you back sometime with further more details. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.